Hello again, and well, welcome to Sister Full Circle. I'm Tammy. I'm Tracy. And we want to welcome you back to this latest episode. So Tracy, I'm still here visiting in Utah. We're going to be leaving pretty soon, but we have had a couple conversations since I've been here that kind of led me to a topic that um, I think would maybe be good to broach, and that's perspective and looking at things from a different perspective or situations in our life that have caused us to say, hey, maybe I need to look at that in a different way or situations with a person that maybe helped us to be a little more gentle in our approach because we took it took the time to be empathetic and look at things in, from their point of view. Okay? okay, Sometimes that's easier said than done. But the first conversation uh, we had, you were telling me about uh, Daniel mm-hmm. and how he described your hearing loss. And I don't know um, if you've talked about that yet. So if you want to give us just a little bit of a backstory about your hearing loss, and then do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, right? I know what you're about talking that. about. Okay. So, so I think we kind of touched on my hearing loss just a little bit in the fear episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically what happened, it was in 2020, which was the year from hell, because that was COVID and everything. Well, it depends on your perspective. Oh, true. <laughs> but um, it wasn't a good year. Really. It wasn't a good year. So I basically went to bed perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, woke up the next morning and you know how like when you get an ear infection and it sounds like you're underwater? I do because I'm a flight attendant and my ears are a problem for me a lot. Yeah. So what happened was I woke up the next morning and didn't have any pain in my right ear, but had that feeling of like underwater, like really couldn't sure, hear yeah. anything. Like everything sounded like the teacher on the peanuts, that womp, 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 womp. <laughs> And so I kind of played it off for a day or two. Then I went to my primary care and he said, yeah, well, I think we might have, it was 2020. So we probably did like a teleconference mm-hmm. meeting. So he put me on antibiotics and all that fun jazz. Didn't work. <laughs> and when the antibiotics didn't work, um, he then sent me to an ENT. So ENT, I kind of gave my description of what was going on. And then he took a look in my ears, whatnot. And I got advised by him that I was one of the lucky one in 500,000 people that have what's called sudden onset deafness. And it either happens when you're asleep or when you're awake, you'll hear a loud pop and your hearing will be gone. So... Long story short, you only have 14 days to get the hearing back. Didn't work. Completely lost hearing on my right side. Um, Wasn't going to go through the treatments anymore because they were horrible. Steroid shots through your eardrum. Through your eardrum. It was horrible. Um, Luckily enough, though, I got sent to the one ENT who had the same condition. Mm -hmm. So I kind of knew what we were dealing with. Um, So I explained this hearing loss to Daniel. And, and it, just quick synopsis, Daniel is a long lost nephew of Matthew that you've known now for like two weeks. Yes. That's, that's the quick wrap up in a nutshell. About Daniel. So I explained it to him. And so my perspective, whenever I describe it, I always say I'm just completely deaf on my right side. So if you're going to talk to me, come on my left side or expect me to be looking around for you if my hearing aids are in. So he said, wow, so you have 50% hearing loss. I never thought of it that way because mm-hmm. 50% hearing loss sounds like a lot. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it sounds better if I just say I'm deaf on my right side. Right. <laughs> so, right. And I said, well, yeah, I guess I do. And he goes, wow, you have really great enunciation for someone with 50% <laughs> hearing loss. And I'm like, 
Hmm. Both years for 50, almost 50 years. So, (laughs) but yeah, but see, so then that is, that too is another um, way to look at perspective. Oh, you have 50% hearing loss or, oh, you have 50% hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you only have 50% hearing, you know? So I think a lot of times, you know, it's, it really is that old adage of the glass half full personality of the glass half empty personality, right? Um, another, another discussion that we've had about perspective and, um, and what spurred me to kind of think about doing this as an episode was your reaction to me when you said, not everything's about your, about perspective, because my brother, you know where I'm going with this, right? Yes. My brother-in-law, Matthew, um, has decided that he needs an on-podcast apology from me for accusing him of packing the one-ply during COVID, the one-ply toilet paper that was sent. And I said, look, I was led to believe you need the apology from my sister because she led me to believe that you put that in the box. And you said, no, I didn't. I said, well, that's my perspective. And you said, you, not everything's about perspective. And, um, but it really, I true, I honestly, Tammy, I believe it is. Right. But that whole toilet paper story, I don't believe I said Matthew put it in the box. I said Matthew bought it. And your perspective was that Matthew put it in the box. Okay. So you're to blame for the one ply. I packed it in the box, but he bought it. <laughs> I'm like, fifth. Uh, <laughs> Matthew, we both need an apology from her. No, I'm like 25% responsible. He has the bulk of that. (laughs) The bulk of it. That's so funny. Oh, anyway. So, you know, perspective. So that leads me to um, just like in our daily life, like how, how does perspective like change your attitude, motivate your day, that sort of thing. So for me, I always, I always tell people, you know, dad always used to say any day above ground, any day, six feet above ground is a good day. Right. Right. And sometimes I hate to tell, like, I hate to say, oh, my dad used to say, because that means that my dad is below ground. You right. Know? And he ate, I mean, technically he isn't, he's in a mausoleum, but you know, yeah. But dad used to say any day. Six feet above ground is a good day. And that is a matter of your perspective, right? I can, I'm the only one. And I, I say that too. I'm the only one who can make myself have a good day or a bad day. True. Right. Um, Katie, Katie put it so beautifully. I don't know if she said it on the podcast. Maybe she did, but she said, there are only a few people who can afford the rent. Right. For the real estate in my head. Right. And I, I, I'm hoping she shared that because I she thought did. that was really great. Like there are just so many people who can afford the rent and I'm not going to allow somebody to change my perspective of my day. Right. right. And so sometimes it's easier said than done. Right. Sometimes it's easier said than done. If you wake up in pain, if you wake up and you didn't get enough sleep, if you, you know, you just, you know, kind of generally not feeling so great. So I really do try to start my day with the meditation and kind of get myself right in my own mind. Um, also, some days it's harder because just because of the job I do. Right. And I can't tell you how many times, you know, it gets my job to greet, to greet people as they come on the plane and they just look at you like you have five heads. Right. You know, and, or they're on their phone. So you just, you just kind of smile, 
you know, but the people that will just look at you, like you say, you know, good afternoon or welcome aboard or, and they just look at you. So it's really easy to kind of take that personal and, you know, well, excuse me for even saying hi to you, you know, but you got to kind of just brush it off. And so I think um, perspective has a lot to do with whether or not we're taking something personally. That's a, that's a part of it. Right. Um, I also too have heard, like, if you get offended easily, um, it's because you think too highly of yourself. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> if you get offended, if somebody offends you easily, it's because you think too highly of yourself. So your perspective of yourself is too high, which I think I, I, that's, to, I like that. That's a good one, right? It's like, eh, you know, I wonder if I could get away with using that at work, like actually telling someone that. <laughs> so what are your thoughts of, on perspective? Like you're like, your perspective of, the, of other people, how it changes your day, what, you know, how it. Okay. So I will be the first, as far as my perspective of other people, I am very much a Taurus and I'm pretty much going to sum up what I think about you on our first meeting. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to change that perspective. Um, that kind of, I don't like that about myself. But I also think it comes from, I think when I was younger, I gave a lot of people the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. And I always thought the best of people. And that kind of changed once I became a police dispatcher for so long, because you're all you're hearing is the worst and just seeing the worst of humanity. How How long did you do that job? 23 years. And it's, I always say I loved the job, but I hate what the job or who the job made me become. Mm -hmm. Because even in my normal life, everyday life, I got to where I was very jaded. And I thought the worst of everybody and my guard was always up. And like, I remember my kids, it made me very short on patience. Like, I remember when my kids were growing up, they knew if they wanted to go stay the night at someone's house, they would come in and they'd say, Mom, Friday night, Tommy's house, parents home, yes, no. Mm-hmm. Because if they said anything more than that, I would get up and walk out of the room. Yeah. You know? Um, so that's when I think my perspective kind of changed. And it's taken me a long time to get back to where I want to be. Yeah. I'm not quite there. I'm, I'm still a work in progress. Um, We all are. Daily. I can wake up in the best mood. I am really bad at letting other people affect my mood and my perspective Mm -hmm. and my thoughts on things. And it's just because I could leave my house the most in the best mood ever. And you could be in the car in front of me and have the best of intentions. And you're like, I'm not going to get in an accident. I'm going to stop at this yellow light and I will be raging at you behind you because because you stopped at a yellow light, you know? So I'm, I need to get better at letting that, the little shit affect me. You know, we touched on in the last episode, um, the personal shoppers. I've really been noticing that since like you, you have had a couple of run-ins with, with shoppers, like at the grocery store. I have a big problem with them. Like they are like, let's say Smith's where I live at Smith's. Um, so, you, oh, it is here too. It is here too. here too. So like the people who actually work for Smith's who are fulfilling the, the curbside orders. Correct. And, and I've noticed this too. And even like at Walmart, I noticed at Walmart, they push these big, um, they're really bad at Walmart like, too. racks with baskets in it. Right. Right. And they will be in the middle of the aisle, just doing their thing. 
And I've really noticed that. Blocking everything. Yes, blocking everything. Um, And I've really noticed it since you brought it to my attention. And so you've had a couple of run-ins and you've even, Karina has even gone and spoken to a manager about, you know, these, these people, like, like, they need to be aware of what's going on. Around, well, I think right? the one time that I really pointed it out to you, we were at my Smith. You were here visiting and there were two of them on the same aisle. Yeah. And they were about middle, like yeah. halfway down the store, parked a, both in the same aisle next to each other. And the space that wasn't being taken up by their carts, the two were talking. Right. They were standing in the middle talking and we're there trying to get past them to get right. sugar or whatever. As customers. As we were, customers. We were probably getting sugar for Rebel Toast. Probably. And they just looked at us. Yeah. And I had to say, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say it the nicest because if you've looked at me five times and you see I'm waiting to get by, I shouldn't have to say excuse me. Mm-hmm. Especially true. if you're a store employee. Right. So, yeah, I have a big time with the curbside. And just like. Like courtesy, right? Like, I think for me, a lot of times it's just like, just like like being aware and being courteous. And that's my perspective. That's my perspective because I'm, I'm aware and I try to be courteous, but not everybody is like that. And here's the thing, like those carts are super huge. They they are. And like, even if they parked over next to an aisle, you're still not going to be able to get your cart past them. So park at the end and walk up the aisle and get what you need. Yeah. That's true. You know, get your steps in. Um, side note, you made, you did make some rebel toast for breakfast, but I have to tell everybody you've made a new kind of toast. You don't even know this. So we have, we have rebel toast. We have time traveler toast. And now we have, we have French revolution toast. Which one is that? The one that you do on French bread. Oh, cause I was going to call the, the, the we'll French resistance. The, <laughs> so then we'll do. We, we haven't discussed that one yet. So, but I was thinking like the third that you made today would be called Toast of the Rebellion <gasps> because it was on brioche, leftover brioche bread I that we it. had from brunch on Mother's Day. So, yeah. So Toast of the Rebellion. I there think it's go. so, because, you that know. Sounds kinda you know star- that I, sounds kind of Star Wars. That sounds Star Warsy. Yeah. For those of you who are not in the know, brioche bread is from France. So I looked it up. I Googled it before we started. But anyway, getting back to these shoppers. So I've really noticed them as well. And so I've really, the thing is, is when you're in a hurry, it's very frustrating. If you're not in a hurry, I usually will just stop and wait and let them, because I guess what I'm thinking is they're at work and they're trying to get a job done. See, that's, that's the perspective I need to grab. They're doing their job. I'm on my day off grocery shopping. And, and depending on my work week, that might be my one day off, you know? And so I need to get my grocery shopping done so I can move on to the next thing. Um, but I guess what I've really tried to do is like, look at that and say, you know, they're at work and they're trying to get their job done. Right. And I wish more people would do that. Like, especially like with my job, I'm, I'm not going to pick a fight with anybody if I tell you something needs to be done, it's because it needs to be done. And I'm not, don't take it personal that your bag needs to be underneath the seat in front of you. I tell, I've told everybody on this plane that, right? you know, don't take it personal. Don't get an attitude with me. I'm just here at work paying my bills. You know, I'm just here at work paying my bills. We're all, you know, we're all doing some sort of work to pay our bills. You're making and me feel really bad about no, talking no. to Sandy the way I did now. No, no, don't feel bad because Sandy needed an attitude check. 
you know, and, and we all do at some point because there's been times when a passenger says something to me and I thought, oh, wow, maybe I said that in a tone that wasn't the greatest. Right. And I have gone and apologized to people for the way I've said stuff, you know, am I always like a sunny, rosy person? No, not always, but you can, you can always work towards that and right. acknowledge when you haven't been right. And you have, and that's the thing you have to be aware of the perspective of the other person, but also where you are mentally at that point, you know? There are some markets that I fly that people are a little more needy and you go into it knowing that it's going to be a needy night mm-hmm. and you could just really walk in there with an attitude. I've done it, but I've had to check myself. Right. You know, and do a few deep breaths in the back, right? Or something, you know, but I think, you know, we can so easily, it can just, it can turn on a dime either way, like good or bad, Right. You can you can turn turn that stuff around, and um, I just really you know even you know people try like you know so that's that's another thing like the other day I had a flight and these people were just going crazy, and I just kept asking them you know just bring it down a little bit I know you're excited you know I know you're ready to party and then I was walking through and and there was a woman there and she asked for tissue and I gave them to her. I'm like, are you okay? And she said, I'm going to Las Vegas for my mother's funeral. Um, and so, you know, you've got these two extreme things happening on the plane, you know? And so it's just, you look at that and, and I'm working in that environment, right? Right. So you're trying to, yeah, you guys are partying and I see it and that's great, but keep it down because I've got other people on the plane who are not. Right. You know, so I, I don't know. It's, it's just something I've learned. I've learned and I've been working through. It's just really trying to look at things from like how, how somebody looking in, how are they going to, going to see like what I'm saying to them or what I'm doing? Um, that kind of falls into what dad used to say about you need an attitude adjustment. You're going to do that for yourself or you want me to do it for you? Right. <laughs> you know? Exactly, because the universe will bring somebody or something along to tweak it for uh-huh. you. And it's much easier if you just, it's like pulling a muscle or just stretching before you exercise. You right. know what I mean? It's uh, its much easier just to do it yourself. But we have to become aware of our, our tendencies to do, to, to maybe not look on the so rosy side. Well, and I know? think another... Um- and not taking, I think not taking things personally, not taking things personally, but I think also having people in your circle, your tribe, as we mm-hmm. always say, that are going to hold you accountable and steer you straight. Um, like there's times that don't get me wrong. There's times you need to vent mm-hmm. and you just, you just know, like I will call you sometimes and I'm like, I don't need you to fix anything. I don't need you to fix me. I just need you to listen to me and say, what a bitch when I'm done talking. Okay. But, but every time I go, what a bitch, you know, you could. Da, 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 da. Right. And then she's like, you know, yeah, what a bitch. But you know what, Tracy, you're pro- you're really not right about this. You might want to rethink this, but well, I might want to reread that. Hold on to that email for an hour or two before. Yeah. You and for <laughs> me, for me, you're the, you're my, you're that person oh, for me because well, you. and I think it is because we do have such different um, perspectives on things mm-hmm. 
that I know that when I'm in my Corina raging stage, I can call you and you're like my anchor that kind of brings me down and says, well, think about it this way. Yeah. So I think that it's important. But a lot of times what I'll do is I'll, you know, like we did um, on the one podcast with forgiveness and on the one um, episode with forgiveness, when I said, do you, you know, like you were talking about the situation at work and, and I just said, do you think they're even capable of that? So I'll, a lot of times what I'll do is just kind of ask probing questions right. that make you sort of think. And like I said, that I've said several times, that's sort of like our whole, our whole intention for this podcast is for it to be like our conversations are where we're, it's kind of thought provoking, hopefully, and people can see it from both sides. And maybe if one person can see it from one perspective and the other from another perspective, um, they might indulge themselves and maybe thinking about how the other person's thinking, you know? Yeah. And I love like even you, cause there's a lot of times where you're like, I think you're really quick. Like when my daughter called mm-hmm. and we were talking her through some stuff, you're really quick. And she said, well, well, it's okay. You're really quick to tell others. No, it's not okay. But I think sometimes you're not, you say, oh, it's okay a lot. Mm-hmm. And there's times that I, I have to tell you, no, it's not okay. Um, it, so it depends. I, like we said with the forgiveness thing, my perspective on that is it's, it's, your behavior wasn't okay, but thank you. I've really been working on that one. But there are times when I'm just like, eh, whatever. It's not worth the fight because I'm not a, I'm a lover, not a fighter. And I'm not saying you're not a lover. Can but I ask you any of Matthew's nephews? <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, that was 10, over 10 years ago. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I, I just think perspective is everything. And, you know, in the famous words of my, my man friend now, who is the only one that counts. Yep. Um, I, th- I believe he was, we were driving him home and he was drunk when he said this, but there were some pretty wise words. You do you, boo. Like, all you can do is you. All I can do is me and, and um, making sure that I'm not just shut down with my perspective on things. Right. I need to be open to say, you know, that so-and-so is going through this at home. You know, that person's at work. They're just trying to get their job done and they're focused on that. Right. Not focused on, you know, does situation awareness is a great thing, no matter what situation you're in. And you should have it, whether you're a flight attendant or driving a big truck for a living or a personal shopper at Smith's, you should have that personal, that, that situational awareness where you can see like somebody's trying to get the shake and bake and your big cart's parked in front. Right. You know? Do people if still we, like shake and bake? I don't know, but it was pretty good when it lasted while well, it lasted. But you know, I, I guess my my thought on on it is just take some time out before you react or before you lash out to think, okay, what could this person where where is this coming from? Right, right. Um, somebody gets nasty with me on the plane. You know what? I've been through security at TSA. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe their frustration is there, but it's being carried over. And there's many times when I've said, I'm really sorry you had that situation. Let, what can I do for you right now? Because a plane is my domain, right? Right. You're on the plane now. What can I do from here on out to make it better for you? So just taking a minute to say, what could that person be going through? Right. That That's eliciting this response. 
you know. And Matthew, she owes us both an apology about I the do one not. That, do you have any more to say? It is not all about your perspective. <laughs> it is about perspective. And I loved your reaction to Matthew when you said, would you like a piece of one ply to wipe those tears with? <laughs> but there it is. My TikTok quick wit. TikTok penis. <laughs> Do you have any more that you want to add? About? No, I think I'm good. I don't think that my perspective on things are going to change much. I'm going to stay a Taurus. <laughs> I know, but you can work on it. It keeps my life interesting. Like We're all in a work in progress. And just, you know, what you can do is you can order a new perspective pair of glasses from Zinni. I'm just, Zinni, you can sponsor us. You can sponsor us. We, we use you all glasses. the time. <laughs> um, I'm just, I think I'm just going to start ordering my groceries for curbside pickup and have those people pick them out for me. That works perfectly. Yeah. There you go. There Problem you go. solved. They bring them out to your car. You say, thank you. And and you don't even have to get out of your car. You just pop the trunk and they put them in a closet and walk away. You don't even, there is no interaction anymore. That might be the way to do it. For I'll just do thumbs up. Excellent. Okay. Well, with that said, thank you for joining us. Y'all can reach out. You know all the ways. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.